Hello, hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Purple Pill Podcast. Today we're going to talk about everybody's favorite subject, the pandemic. We're seeing that people's sense of community is being disrupted when we ask them um, how connected they feel with their friends or neighbors um, or their city or even the country. Um, it looks like the, these levels of connection are way lower than pre-COVID. Why are we still shut down? All of last year, we were sold this idea of, oh, it'll just be a few weeks. Lockdown will just be a few weeks. Then it was a few months. Then it was, oh, just the end of the year, okay? Now it's three months past the beginning of the year, and we're still locked down. And they say, oh, probably 2022, uh, but, you know, this, we don't know, could be forever. With everything that's happened, it just doesn't seem to make any sense that the government can still tell us that we have to remain at home, we have to wear masks, we have to close businesses, and so on. We should stay at home, we should wear masks, and people should try to be in environments where there's less risk of transmission. I get that completely. These are all good things, but why is the government telling us that it's required of us? In America, we're sold this idea of freedom, and for better or worse, what that implies is that the government won't overstep into all of our lives. And yet, here we are, the government telling us exactly what we can and can't do, where we can and can't go, and how we must dress when we go there without even asking any questions. We just say, okay, shut down. Okay, I'll stay in my house. No problem. Thanks, daddy government. Thanks. And in the beginning, this made a lot of sense if you just consider that this was a novel virus and we didn't know anything about it other than that it was incredibly transmissible, meaning that everybody would catch it. But the implication was... As soon as we can figure out what this virus is and how it affects humans, then we can go back to normal, or you can at least have the choice whether or not to go back to normal. But in no way did anybody think that this thing was going to go on for a whole year, let alone probably even further into the future. And the media certainly didn't give us any indication that it would go on this long. We live in a country where nearly universally people dislike the government or have some problem with how the government is operating. Some major problem with how the government is operating. And yet, we all just obey. And meanwhile, in places like California, where I live, you have representatives like Nancy Pelosi with the double standard telling everybody, lecturing everybody that they must wear their mask and they must social distance going into a hair salon to get her hair done without a mask. Or Gavin Newsom having these big dinner parties, no masks, all in close quarters. The hypocrisy is astounding. And again, they're acting like this is all to protect people. But in the long run, who does this really protect? I can say one thing for sure. It will hurt a lot more people than it protects in the end. Because these lockdowns hurt everybody. But in the end, the people they hurt the most are the most precious people in our society. The kids, the future, the next generation. That's who we're choosing to sacrifice for these lockdowns. They can't go to school. They can't hang out with their friends. They can't play their favorite sport. All they can do is sit next to the computer and listen to someone ramble on about the idea of school, these concepts that we hear in school. But they don't get real school. They don't get real social interaction. Our society has stolen that from them. And as a kid, I honestly probably would have been pretty stoked for a little while so I could play some video games, you know, have some fun, not have too many responsibilities. 
But you miss out on more than just school when you don't go to school. You miss out on social interaction, the most important part of school. And Zoom education is not education, especially not for kids. I can even attest, just based on my own experience in college, even if you are required to have your video on, you can hold your phone over here where you cannot see my hand. I can look like I am looking down and writing notes, but I just have my phone there. So take a listen to some of these numbers about how the lockdowns are affecting our kids and tell me how you feel about it. Remote learning and social distancing have drastically reduced the quality of life for millions of kid, kids across the U.S. because of the pandemic. The CDC has reported mental health-related emergency department visits were up 24% for 5 to 11-year-olds and 31% for 12 to 17-year-olds from April through October compared to last year. And if you can't tell, that's from the end of last year. That's not even how bad it is right now. During this pandemic, small businesses have been decimated, absolutely destroyed, lives ruined, completely ruined, taken apart. And where's the government while all this is happening? They're nowhere to be found. Even their basic promises of things like, I don't know, a $2,000 check may or may not be coming eventually. Meanwhile, while our mom and pop shops all across our cities are shut down, Amazon who pays $0 in federal taxes, is considered an essential service. This company that doesn't contribute to the government that controls us all and tells us all what to do, gets to stay open. But you, who pay your federal taxes every year, you have to shut down because this is an emergency. I mean, that double standard is just absolutely infuriating. I, I can't believe that that happens. Little guy who barely makes any money, scrapes by year after year, gets told... You have to halt business completely, but our campaign donors and the people who lobby us in Congress, we're going to let them stay open. And when things like the Capitol riots happened, the government's like, oh, how could these people be so crazy? How could they be so upset? What could they possibly be mad at us for? We're trying to help them. They're not trying to help anybody except themselves, maybe their friends or their donors. With the double standard that the government treats its average citizens versus how it treats its donor corporate class. It's no wonder people are upset. I honestly can really resonate with some of the reasons that people were so upset that they were willing to do something crazy like what happened on January 6th. I would never do it for a bunch of reasons. But the anger is real. And we shouldn't just brush them off as crazy people. They're upset because they feel like their country was stolen from them. And I'd argue that it was stolen from them, but just not by the forces that they believe. The country wasn't stolen from them by Biden from Trump. The country was stolen from them a long time ago. When we completely submitted to federal authority over every aspect of our lives. I was raised a freedom-loving American patriot. There's very little freedom 
or America, for that matter, left to love, if you ask me. I still love our citizens, of course, but I do not love our government. Not the way it runs, not the way it pretends to represent us, especially not the people who run it. They're all failures. They have failed us. Every single last one of us, left, right, center, sky high, down below, everywhere. They've failed us. They do nothing for us. They tax us. They go into debt so they can tax us more. And they use that debt to give money to their donors and these gigantic companies that get to stay open during the pandemic. Meanwhile, your shops shut down. And I'm very concerned even for the American people in the direction that we're heading. Despite the failures of our government, we shouldn't let our society collapse, our culture. Part of that culture is knowing how to fight back against tyrants. And the people who run our country right now are tyrants. They don't give us any choice. There's no freedom in this. There's no democracy in this. We have to be shut down. I just wonder how our society ever comes back from this. We've emotionally damaged our young people. We've developmentally crippled them. And to be honest, young people weren't doing that well in the first place. Did we save some lives? Maybe. Probably. But seriously, at what cost? And as an American, is this what we call life? Because I thought a central part of our identity was to live free. Free of tyrants. To be able to choose our own destiny. And to make of life what we will, not to be told how to live it. I saw this video this week from Academy of Ideas, which, by the way, is an awesome YouTube show about the different philosophies of classical philosophers, psychologists, etc., etc. And in this video, I really felt like the author does a great job encapsulating the spirit of the moment. And putting it into perspective, what we're really choosing to do here. So here it is. Does the average man or woman come across as a strong individual who is armed with the character traits to face up to the challenges of life? Or to paraphrase the author Richard Weaver, does the typical modern have the look of the hunted? Given the sheep-like reaction to the current crisis, and the ease with which most people can be induced into a state of utter panic and fear, the latter option seems more likely. We are on guard against contagious diseases of the body, wrote Jung, but we are careless when it comes to the even more dangerous collective diseases of the mind. I know tonight's episode was a bit depressing. I uh, actually had to leave a lot of stuff out specifically for that reason. I don't want it to get too dark, uh, and that's why I didn't post last week too, because I was on the same subject, and it's just, it's a lot to put on the brain. And with that, that is my show for tonight. I would love to hear what you guys all think about the lockdowns, whether you agree or disagree with me. Uh, I'd love to hear it in the comments down below. If you like my episodes, if you like my show, please like and subscribe down below. It really helps me with the algorithm. And uh, with that, I'm going to sign off. Thank you so much for listening. New episodes every Friday. Music.